Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. Hey, I don't know if you guys noticed this or, or knew this. This is this is best kept secret in CrossFit. For the first time in history, the starting quarterback in the NFL is an avid CrossFitter, and he goes by the name of Tyson Bajant. And he wait, be playing. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Best kept secret no. in CrossFit. It's not true. Oh yeah, this Sunday for the Chicago NFL Bears. Don't do don't do CrossFit. What do you no doing? NFL player like professional athletes don't do CrossFit because it's not the greatest strength and conditioning program ever created by man slash ever Greg Glassman. But for the first time in history, a starting quarterback in the NFL who is an avid CrossFitter by the name of wait, wait, Tyson Bajant. How, how do you know he's avid? Oh, I'm, you know, he was on a press conference uh, after he got put in the game for the uh, first time in his NFL career, undrafted, by the way, D3, D2, same difference. Comes out and comes in the game because the starting quarterback for the Bears, Justin Fields, ended up getting hurt. He came into the game, and he came to, like, he did it all. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, right. he literally did it all. He had... You know, he had, I think it was like 10 for 14, threw for over 100 yards, ran in a touchdown, happened to throw a pick, I think, on the third play of the game and maybe <laughs> lost a fumble that cost him the game. He did everything he could possibly do in one start, randomly in the NFL, after just being an undrafted fourth or fifth on the depth chart coming into the season, makes the damn team, ends up being the backup quarterback, and now he is starting for the Chicago Bears on Sunday. I have never been more excited to watch a Chicago Bears game. In my life. You want to know what's really cool is you have all these other strength and conditioning programs out there with people saying that they're going to get you stronger or faster. They're going to have you doing foot drills and all of the stuff that's out there. And there's only one fitness program that the entire thing is about. The entire emphasis is performance and athleticism and, and making you a, a well-rounded GPP athlete, and if you have to have a an athletic body that can move around and do all kinds of things and be good at everything, and they do CrossFit, and then you see them shine like in the big spotlight like that, mm -hmm. yeah. Why? Um, and what what's so great is the fact that he's he's so open about. It. I mean, granted, his dad is. I mean, he was. Yeah, I mean, Travis. Travis did he did the M scene. He was, you know, uh, the Greg greatest Bodard arm wrestler for a while. <laughs> the you world know, has ever seen. The world's greatest left hand arm wrestler ever. And he that's I mean, that's what he did with his boy was he brought him up doing CrossFit. Mm -hmm. He teaches other kids how to be a good football player by having them do CrossFit. If you want to be a good athlete or you just want to have great physical fitness, you do CrossFit. Yes. Hey, you know what? CrossFit should tell people about that. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. I mean, look, this is on like NBC Sports Chicago. Look at this title. What if Tyson Bajant didn't get in the NFL? Here's his backup plan. My backup plan. Yeah, I was basically going to just CrossFit my life away. <laughs> just get as ripped and jacked as I possibly could and maybe be a teacher for Martinsburg High School. Thank you, Tyson. Thank you, brother. Thank you, NBC Sports Chicago. <laughs> because that's what happens when you do CrossFit. Yep. This is what happens. Yes, Stefan, and it helps you look good and naked, which is kind of why I started to begin with. I started 
pure vanity seeking. And then I found out you could compete in it. And I was like, oh, check two boxes of what I wanted to do, which kind of, which leads us into what we're going to be talking about today, which is .com. We have guest programmers in .com. It first started with Dave Castro. What was about two months ago? Every two weeks, there'll be a new guest programmer on .com. We had two weeks of Dave Castro, which we went through last week. We're going to go through two weeks of Boz. And then Ben Smith is currently programming for .com. And what we would like to do after each one of these guest programmers is go through what they did, maybe tendencies that they have because everyone's going to have their own unique flair and flavor hopefully they don't try to be too crazy just to like make a name for themselves even though all these people already have made i think a name are, i think it's going to be interesting to see the different paintbrushes for sure i don't think they're going to be trying to make a name for themselves i think they already have the name do you i think i don't know man i could see some people going out there as like i'm gonna one up everybody and everyone's gonna remember my two weeks of dot com uh, do you think do you think a known person in crossfit would do that yes would you? No. Okay. Well, like you're talking like a named person. Yeah. So far, we've had the the biggest of the OGs. Yeah. And we've had one of the longest running champs competitors. I'm not saying it's happened yet. I could see someone doing that. Man, dude, everybody's it, got an ego. Egos, yeah, but like I don't know. I think you don't think do- that's possible. I would say think that would just douchebag yourself right out. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm that's what I'm that, saying. I'm leaving room for, I, I don't know. I'm like being the total pessimist right now. It's like, usually I, I'm so quite, not the, like you. <laughs> quite the opposite. <laughs> quite the opposite. <laughs> Devesh, what's up, man? Been a while. Good to see you guys. Happy Friday, everyone. We're going to go through Boz's two weeks of .com. We touched on this last week, and then I got an emergency call to get back to uh, yeah, my daughter's daycare you. because I guess she had gotten sick. And so we are revisiting this. Now we'll do an episode per episode. This is on Boz's two weeks of .com. And before we get into it, I think uh, revisit how we look at .com, what it's always been, and what we like to see when it comes to basically general GPP programming for .com. Yeah, I think that the whole, you know, we always talk about why. So when you're programming, you don't just program into a vacuum necessarily. Um, which is what I think is really interesting about .com because I think that's the one platform that you kind of do or that kind of is set that way. You don't know who your population is that's going to be using it. You don't know the people that are in your gym. You don't know if it's a team that you have or or anything like that. So you are purely programming with the idea of um, pure GPP, which I I think for – if the general population was to program, mm-hmm. it, that could either be very shackling because you don't know who you're supposed to be programming for, or it could be very like it, then it becomes very black box. And that's what I really like, you know, as we get into like Adrian stuff, there's a lot of different stuff on his. Yeah. Which makes it really cool. And I hope that people, when people look at that, they're like, oh, yeah, okay. So if I'm programming for just me, maybe not, maybe not like a gym, but if it was just myself, then uh, you can come up with some really cool stuff. I know you said um, it could be shackling, and I see it as, like, freeing. Well, I think some people get, like, you know, uh, paralysis by analysis. You know what I mean? Oh, like, like they it's, can it's do – like you can much. go so, oh, so many different places. You like, just, I'm going to go way the hell over it, there and it, then way the hell over there, and I don't know how to put them together. There isn't, like, a, a flow for them. I'm, I'm not saying that it – for everybody. I, I agree. It would be very freeing to me because, like – 
it's like a freak. It's a completely free and extra large canvas you get to work with. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. Usually it's just like, you know what? Back, You're right. You it could know? be intimidating. They're like, you know what? Just put me in a, like a confined space of programming. Cause then I can nail it down. If you give yeah. me the free, if you give me a blank canvas with no borders, like where, like where do you start? You put my acrylics and my watercolors and my oil <laughs> paintings and my, you know, my charcoal all out in front of me. Like, where do I start? Corey, thank you very much. Bearded Chase is my favorite Chase. You and my wife have the complete opposite reactions of what I currently look like at the moment. I think everyone likes you with a beard better than uh, <laughs> without minus Ashley. I don't know why. I don't. It's just a beard. I don't know. But thank you. I appreciate it. But thank you. Rugged. It's rugged. Rugged. Because Chase is so hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like that. Um, what you're talking about. And as far as .com, it's like it's always been just there for everyone to try. It's set at a certain standard. And as we've, you know, we say this all the time, it's like there's there's what is prescribed and there's what everybody else is capable of and everything in between. And that's the beauty of CrossFit. It's infinitely scalable. It's con constantly modified for where people are at in their fitness journey. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's uh, pretty sweet. Thank you, soccer mom. No beard fan for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm out. Bearded out. Chase looks like he chops down trees. I feel like that's the only way you could look if you were to chop down a tree is that you must grow a beard first before you can do that. But uh, all right, so let's get into two weeks of Boz.com. His first one, we touched on this last time. His first day of his programming was Hero Workout of Your Choice. Uh, this was on September 11th. So that was his first day of programming, and he just threw it out to the community as pick a hero workout of your choice, something that speaks to you, something that you really do to maybe honor those that uh, hero names or hero workouts are named after, and that's for really fallen service members or first responders in the line of duty. Um, and the cool thing about that, I mean, one, it's on September 11th, so obviously that was a great time to put something like that in. And if you look at... If you've been in the space for a while, you have a lot of options for hero wads, you know? Uh, I mean, you could do something as, you know, relatively short as like DT. Right. And do something really, really long, which is going to be more like a Murph or Chad or any of those ones. I mean, you have a lot of things to choose from, mm -hmm. which I think is really good. The, the, one, the one thing I was thinking about when I saw this was... Um, a lot of times, so when I started looking at .com in the very beginning, uh, I didn't know a lot about CrossFit. I just knew that they had some weird workouts on there. Okay. So if this was my first one, like if I came in on this day, I'd be like, well, I, what do I what do, I do? From? I have no idea what to do. So I, as a CrossFit, as a business space, I like what it is. I like that you have a lot of options. I like that you can make it long or short or whatever. Um, as a brand new person who's never seen it before and comes into this, it's like, ooh, what do what do you do with that? Right. You know? The the one thing here, and and I like you. The this can happen from time to time. Is like pick yeah. pick whatever you choose. The challenging part, especially when you look at hero workouts, it's usually they're more often than not very robust. And yeah. so you have to be careful of how you're maybe going to schedule out your training for the rest of the week. If you're doing this on a Monday, it's like you do something like uh, pick one bull, which is like double unders running and overhead squats. And I think there's a hundred total overhead squats at like 135 and 95 with that. Yeah. Like, 
All right, pick something that maybe won't break you off for the rest of the week because you don't know his program coming up on Tuesday, Wednesday. You're going to get a rest day on Thursday. Uh, we should basically revisit that, the day programming schedule that Dave kind of Dave set in stone. Well, not set in stone. Set up when he took over was three days on, one day off, two days on, one day off. One day off. So moving up to Tuesday, we go from which I actually like that Boz followed up a hero workout day with a progressive strength day, especially with squats. So it's three by five overhead squat, three by three front squat, three by one back squat. So what could be a high volume day on Monday, we come back, take the intensity out, add some weightlifting in there in three movements that you, you can do pretty easily even if like you're beat up from the day before this isn't like a heavy single squat snatch or a clean and jerk coming off of that right and i mean in most i would say most of the time whenever they do uh like the strength part it's like a five by five or a three by five or whichever there's a lot of build up to it um the build up on these three movements are basically kind of built in and you go from the the overhead squat Basically, whatever your top off on your overhead squat is probably going to be where you can get your good three reps for your front squat, which is probably going to be a nice starting point for your back squat. So you're building into that, which is great. And you're right. It really slows the day down compared to what you just did the day before. Um, And I think that that is being that the Hero Wad day is so extremely open that this Mm -hmm. was a really good pick for him to do. Yeah. Because uh, like, I mean, even like the overhead squat, like the overhead squat, maybe you're going to feel it in the shoulders. Sure. But it's not going to be that bad on the legs. It doesn't get heavy, heavy, heavy until mm-hmm. like the last three reps. And the also part too is that if it was five by five, five by three, five by one, then you're really, I think, dipping into a, a much higher volume, a m- more opportunities to get heavier, easier. Yeah. This is very self-limiting. Because yeah. it's not, I do a set of five, maybe do a middle warm-up, and then I do my another set of, like, that's not how this is supposed to go. Like, you're warming up, you hit five, you add weight, hit five, you add weight, you hit five. And the idea really is, because it's going overhead squat, front squat, back squat, you should maybe be able to take something close to what you finished on on the front squat and maybe do that for overhead squat. Yeah, totally. And maybe do that first rep at back squat at what you did for the three on overhead squat. Maybe tailor a step down. Uh, you remember those, oh gosh, what is, what is it called where you finish your last set, you drop to the next set as your second to last weight? You know what I'm talking about? That kind of like stair step squatting. Oh, so if you do like a... Kind of like a wave set. Yeah, 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 yeah. wave set. Yeah. <clears throat> but this is a wave set with different squats too, which I, I really like. In the order of overhead squat, front squat, back squat, obviously what you overhead squat typically is... Not as heavy as what you can front squat, which is not as heavy what you could back squat. Unless you're me, because yeah. I can over squat more than I front squat. But <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got weird problems. <laughs> but uh, so you followed it up with a squat, and the next day you follow it up. And again, if you think about what you could have done on Monday, and then what we did on Tuesday, Boss follows it up with probably the most disrespected workout of his entire two weeks when this one has all the good stuff in it when you think about the magic that is in crossfit training and you think of the word intensity thousand meter row three minute break 750 meter row 
three-minute break, 500-meter row, three-minute break, and then a 250-meter row. Boom. That's it. 2,500 meters worth of rowing, 1,750, 500, 200. Not twice, not three times, one time through. And if anybody knows anything about one time through, you should immediately have been panicking about what is about to happen to you if you do this workout correctly. But to me, this is the workout everyone at your gym skips when you program it. Yeah, because it's just rowing. And they're all, all they'll see is like, well, it'll be bad. But I think I think it's really interesting with Boz, the way he put these three days. Like I'm, when we talked at the beginning of the show, it was talking about how .com is kind of programmed into the ether. It's not necessarily to a vacuum, but it's into the ether. So like everyone has a shot at this. Right. So if you're looking at the brand new CrossFit, I've never done it before. I'm looking at some YouTube stuff. I have a couple things. I'm in my home gym. I'm going to try it. You do whatever hero wad. You do some strength stuff. You don't know how hard you're supposed to go on this. So it's a great time to go. Oh, okay. I, I, I went pretty hard on that. I probably could go harder in the next time. And, mm. and you're setting up like a foundation. Then you look at the same three days with like a, an elite level athlete. Yeah. They're going to pick something like Murph right out. Right. They're going to go really heavy, which even though the volume is down, they're going to go really heavy. It will definitely slow them down. And then this one right here, you're right. This is going to be the, Oh shit factor. Yeah. If you know, and, it, I, and I think this the long a, grind, the heavy, and then just is just pain. Yeah. How it, bad do you want it to hurt? What a great setup. Because yeah. like we said in the beginning, the, the, the danger of giving anyone the freedom to pick a hero workout and how that could interfere what's going on with the rest of the week is the way boss set this up. I thought it's, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Because no matter how maybe beat up you might be from whatever you did on Monday, you can get out there and you can get under a bar and do some heavy squats. Cause traditionally there might be a lot of like high volume, low weight squats in a hero workout. You said Murph 300 air squats. Maybe you used a vest. So you're a little, you know, wary, but you know, your five by five overhead squat, it's more limiting with the upper body stability and mobility. Usually the legs have never been the problem for most people. And now you're warmed up for the front squat. But it's just three and it's only three. And then you can only get so heavy on back squat with three single opportunities. You don't, you can't make a big jump and fail one. Because done correctly, like you only get three chances at five, three at three, three at one. Not, well, I missed right. one, so I, I get an extra set. It's like, no, no, that's not how it works. Right, right. Um, but this one, man, I did this one and it messed me up so bad. I, <laughs> I thought it was the year 2013, not 2023 when I started this workout. <laughs> and after the thousand, I got back to the 750 and I was, do you, have you ever done intervals where you know you messed up, you have a long way left to go, and you're actually scared of the next interval to start? Yeah. yeah. That's honestly almost every rowing interval set I've Dude. ever done. I always come up like, oh, I feel good this time. And I'm in, I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. I just, I, I just stepped over the line. Yeah. I stepped over the line. I, and I get the one where you're 100 meters in, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I hate the one before I start, and I, I'm already in the hole. <laughs> And I was going to say, what did you feel like that three minutes after that? If you do a thousand light years, light, like the speed of light, it's, is it's the quickest three minutes of all time. It's like when it's, Tabata gets bad. Yeah. Like the 20 seconds, like six minutes on one <laughs> second off. That's what Tabata starts to feel like. <laughs> it was rough. And 
it was wild because I have never been so afraid and I totally caved of 250 meters on the rower. I was like, this is going to be over in like 45 seconds. But this is like the scariest 45 seconds. Yeah. It's the scariest 45 seconds other than doing like the 100 meter freestyle in college. Well, it's because you know it's only 45 you know. seconds. You have no reason to not empty the tank and go all out. Yeah. Or for the 100, hold your breath for the whole damn time. Mm -hmm. It was great. And, and, yeah. I, and again, this is the one that it looks too easy. It looks boring, bland. But when you think about running like down the middle, intensity chasing, mental fortitude and work capacity like this thing was great yeah great uh rest day look it just says rest day bill take a break <laughs> wait we can't do like a like a uh marathon marathon assault bike yeah just a rest day which you know we're this is called foreshadowing everyone simple rest day <laughs> into the next day we have this is like, this is very bossy. Every two minutes until the required repetitions cannot be met, which is death by. Yeah. Run 200 meters and then start with five burpees. Every two minutes, start again. Add two reps to the burpees until you can no longer guess, get all the work completed in those two minutes. These are awful like you think amraps are bad at least you're like i have a fixed time frame to do more work if i choose to do so here is you have no fixed time frame no fixed rep scheme it's going to get worse and the only thing that can truly stop you is your willingness to basically like not put out anymore yeah, yes, maybe choose, if you, you can choose not to do it. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, I just ran out of time. I'm like, no, 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 no. Everyone's been there. Like, you're telling me you got to the round of 19 of the 21. You couldn't get those two burpees. You're telling me you capped, you maxed out your intensity. It, Very rarely. Knows when you get really, really close to that one round, there's that, oh, I'm probably not going to make it. Maybe I don't. Yeah. That voice. That right. one. Or you're like, I just like, don't want to make it. I probably could have made it. You're like, oh, oh, I'm just not going to make these next two. <laughs> Dang it. You know, and you know exactly what you're doing. Like yeah. it, it's you. I mean, ev everyone has done it. Yeah. But it is. It's it's self pussing out. Yeah. Every, it, it every, is. I mean, that and that's the worst part, because like I don't want to say 100 percent of the time, but most of the time. You don't make the next round because you pushed out. And that's why I hate emails because at the end of it, I might have had a great workout. I might have beat everybody, but I knew I was a bitch for two minutes. Because <laughs> that's all it really comes down to is that like last two minutes, that last two rounds yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. That's so, so funny. This is great. And so, for example, <laughs> I got to, I got through the round of 19, which is what my big starter goal was, or I would say, I should say baseline goal. So I got through 19. I got 19 of like two seconds to spare. And on the run, I knew I had made the physical decision to not make it through the round of 21. Yep. And I got 18 burpees in the round of 21. And I'll tell you right now, if I really truly wanted to do it, I could have gotten the 21 because I ran fast enough that I knew I wouldn't make 
21 burpees. But the fact yeah. I got to 18 with still being a little baby about it, because if you really did max out, do you know how many burpees I would have got if I got the round of 21? Truly, probably six. Yeah. Right? Because I killed myself to do it dead on the run and just like laying down and getting up. That's like, that's maxing out. Like, you know, no one really misses a round by less than three. <laughs> so I'm, I'm self outing. <laughs> but this is great. That's just to say that that's, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. And again, and, and again, go, going back to old school, uh, you know, intensity. And it's, what's cool about these is when you, when you have the additions like that, is it like all of the round, like so many of the rounds before that, Worthless. Our warm up. Not worthless. Yeah, warm up. It's all warm up. You only really get it basically in every death bite. It's like the last two or three rounds. We're like, okay, now we're in it. Mm -hmm. Oh shit, that was close. And everybody's walking around like, fucking yeah. crushing. <laughs> like, oh, that's it. Round of fifteen, got, crushing I so it. Much, I got so much rest. And, it, and it, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like I'm good, and then I'm just not. And there's no yeah. in between. <laughs> right. Totally. You get the round that scares the shit out of you, and then you really have to make a choice. Yep. So that's great. And this is a theme I'm starting to see with in, in Boz's two weeks is that he programs a lot of things that it's your choice to make the most of it, which I, I think is cool and challenges the athlete versus just give them something so hard that they're going to get something out of it no matter what. So for example, the rowing one, you could do everything at two minutes and just be a waste of your time. This one is like you could have stopped after 10 minutes because you ran slow and you burpeed slow and you're like, oh, I didn't make it. And I, I like when that gets put on the athlete. Well, and, and again, it were, I would think that the majority of the people that are looking at these workouts are working at home by themselves. So they don't have a coach that's sitting there you know, pushing them and coaching them and moving mm -hmm. them through. So it's like if I'm a new person – Maybe that two minute time frame, that two minute split on the five hundred that I'm doing, maybe that's what I have and I'm and I'm emptying the tank. Mm -hmm. If I was to do that, even not having been rowing for a while, it's like, eh. Yeah. Okay. I just All right. I should I mean two minutes relative to like well, my no, no, skills. No, but that but that's what's important though, is knowing that it it so far what he's put out, mm -hmm. even even on the even on the heavy lifting, right. There was no weight on there. There was no percentage on there. It was Lift what your thing is and lift what your ability is that day. What's heavy that day? And this is something that Glassman always talked about was when we talk about intensity, it's relative intensity to you, how you are that day. What are you dealing with in your life? Are you feeling sick? Have you been rested? Are you not rested? Yeah. And you push to empty your tank, whatever your tank is that day. So maybe you were feeling great on the hero workout. Maybe you felt strong, you know, you got to the row and you just sucked because <laughs> you're whatever. And then maybe you caught a cold and you're like still in, in your garage doing this, but you're still doing something yeah. pushed into whatever it is that you have. They may be able to do that. So that's, what's great is it does allow for the athlete to adjust their day accordingly. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this is really weird because we've always, I think we are so used to putting weights and percentages on on certain things that we want because we are looking at us at a yeah a particular uh, stimulus that we're trying to get. I've seen like back in the old days, like Chris Spieler was doing this where he took all the weights off of off of his workouts at his gym hmm. and kind of let people do the same type of a thing where it's like you kind of pick your own fitness. Um, I don't really like that for a gym setting because they're paying for me to tell them what to do. Right. I mean, that's one of the things they're doing, but I do like this for this setting for the dot com setting. Cause again, you have 
the multitude of abilities that are all being able to play, yeah. getting what they need out of it or, or can get whatever they need out of it. I like what you said there because two, two things. One, giving people the ability to do what they want in maybe a .com setting. But on the flip side of that is the value importance of having a coach. Oh, yeah. And the value importance of having or, or doing these in an affiliate. I get not everybody can. I do things in my garage. People are probably doing all over the world in their garage as well. But you can easily do these workouts wrong and get very little out of it. You're still going to get something out of it more than just sitting on your couch. Hell yeah. But the totally. value importance of having a coach who can teach you how to maximize your ability in this workout by dosing you with the right stimulus and in that push. So oh yeah, the value there. Now on the flip side of everything we just said of like having to basically like push yourself to do things, boss comes out and programs this guy, <laughs> <laughs> which five rounds for time, two mile bike, 3,200 meters, 10 ring muscle ups, 10 deadlifts at 185 and 275. I have not been able to do this one yet just because physically I can't, but this thing looks awesome. I think it looks amazing. And then you put in there too, is like, if you can get outside on a real bike, we encourage that, which I love those little side notes. Like if you can do that, but this thing is a monster. And this is when we say is like, Hey, the row thing, you got to figure out how to go hard. The lifting thing, as you said, you got to figure out how to go hard and go heavy and, and make the most of the opportunity. The burpee one too here. If you just were to start this and finish it, no matter what you did or, or how you scaled it, you're going to get a lot out of this one just because of the volume and, and uh, difficulty of the things programmed. Yeah, this, this would be like the classic Sunday workout that we would do at my place. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like yeah. the long grind. It's like, hey, look, I mean, I'm not overly concerned with intensity. Like mm -hmm. here's just like, here's, here's a monster task. Right. What can you do? And I, I, li I like having those two. I think that there's a place for that um, in, in, in fitness, in training. You know, it's mm -hmm. like it doesn't always it, it doesn't always have to be maximum intensity. Right. Sometimes the the intent is here's a shit ton of work. Yeah. OK. Attrition. Have at it. Let a me know when you're done. Yeah. Attrition training. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I like that. And, and I like this one. I, I can't wait till I have the ability to do ring muscle-ups again because I really want to. In fact, Boz like asked me, I think on a, almost a weekly basis after this, is like, have you done it yet? I'm like, no, I can't. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm not avoiding it because of the deadlifts. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. Uh, no surprise that you have a rest day. Hey, Bill, only a rest day. Amazing. Only a rest day after something like that. <laughs> and that's one week. In a quick wrap of, of, of one week, we had pick a hero workout, heavy squats in a descending fashion. I'm trying to think of a better word than that, but whatever. Uh, row intervals, rest day, burpee run intervals, and then a monster basic grind sesh at the end that had high volume aerobic monostructural we had high skill, high volume gymnastics, and then you had moderately heavy, high volume basic pulling from the floor, which we haven't done yet. Right. And I, I, I really liked that whole first week. Yeah, it was cool. Really liked Very that cool. whole first week. 
All right. Again, get, getting outside of like your classic gym, and this is the thing that I like about .com is you have the ability to not be constrict or confined mm -hmm. to what you have to do if, if you're like in your local gym, in, in your local box. You know, I like that. Yeah, me too. Get it there and do it. Do some stuff. All right, Monday, we had a hero workout to start week one. We have a benchmark girl workout to start week two, but we did have two options. The first option and the main one was going to be Nancy. Five rounds for time, 40-meter run, 15 overhead squats at 95 and 65. The other option was Helen, and I believe this option was on cap that day. .com being different than CrossFit Affiliate Programming as far as what's programmed on the day. Also, just to revisit the benchmark, maybe you didn't do it during games week, which was heavily promoted during games week. But Nancy is one of those that it's not that hard. It's not too much volume. It's not too far to run. It's not too many overhead squats that the weight's given. Therefore, you have to make the choice to maximize the intensity with intentful effort to get there. So Boz, again, once programs something that puts it on the athlete and the coach to get right. Why do you think you picked these two? I mean, I, I understand the Helen part because it was in the games. If you were, they like they used to do, if they did Cindy, they'd always put Mary. Because mm. they're about the same, the same types of movement, same time frame-ish kind of deal. Yeah. I wonder, why, I wonder why you picked these two. I totally think it's just to get a benchmark into the app, as it says here at the just, bottom. Just any? That's it. No, like to, it's like, hey, if you haven't done Helen, even though we push you to do Helen to get on, put your score into the app. Like, Nancy's not in your benchmarks in the CrossFit app or the CrossFit Games app. Helen is. I honestly think it was just get get this in the logged in. I, I, that's legit what I think it is. Okay. Well, then they should have just left Nancy off and just uh, made it Helen. Uh, yeah, but I think they program Helen during the games, which doesn't mean you can't revisit it like a month later. But All right, totally. I'm but with I mean, you though. I'm with you. They, I just and and again, like I. All right. So if they kept Nancy, what would be your alternative, like Nancy? Um, I don't know because what is that going to looking at like. What about Nicole? Like 13 minutes, 13, 12, 13 minutes. Or is Nicole minutes, the bench? <sighs> Nicole was, um, bench you could do and that. Pull-ups? That's 20 minutes. And of running? 400 meter run, max effort pull-ups. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah, well, I know you do. That was fun. You're a, you're a pull-up guy. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they, they have done... This is a this is an old school dot com thing where they would put this or that. Mm -hmm. I just it just seemed interesting that they didn't even if they wanted to get the 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 events in the app. Yeah. Just to have something a little bit different. I, I thought they would have been a little bit more similar time wise. Yeah. You know. Just yeah. Curious. True. Time wise. I would say effort wise between the run and the other movements. It's very similar because. Right. Sub seven minute Helen is the ultimate gold standard for Helen. And a right. sub 10 minute Nancy is the ultimate goal for Nancy, which would require you to sprint the runs and do the squats fast and unbroken for five rounds. So the same effort would need to be there and focus like the runs have a massive impact, massive, massive impact. Same for Helen, yeah. right? Like it's not the kettlebell swings or the pull-ups. Once you get to a certain fitness level, it's just how hard can you run and how long can you sustain that effort? <laughs> yep me but me honestly i'd only like to have to do three 400 meters <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yes, Barclay, totally right. King Kong would have been a great compliment to... Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. Yes, absolutely. So, all right, that's Monday. We go up to Tuesday, and we have the shoulder-to-overhead version of what the Tuesday was last week with the squat version. You have a 5 by 5 strict press into a 3 by 3 push press into a 3 by one push jerk. And we just came off running. We just came off overhead stability and squatting. So now we're going shoulder to overhead. Even if, say, you did the AMRAP in 20 minutes with the run, it, this would still be a good one to follow up with because you went from the gymnastics pull to the weightlifting press. So that would work with uh, your idea that you had. Well, and then if you look at how they have this, they got that uh, all the pressing work. And then it has, after completing the final set of the movement, perform the max set of L sit pull-ups. So it's kind of like, oh, right, yeah, if I yeah, decided yeah. to do Nancy, that means I was going to be in that overhead position. If I decided to do Helen, then I was going to be doing the pulling, whether it's going to be the, the hinging and like pulling the kettlebell up or doing my pull-ups there. So mm -hmm. you kind of get a little bit on, on each of them. Either one, you're going to be affected somehow, either by mm. the pressing heavy work. Right. Or by the max L sit pull-ups. Um, yeah. After each effort. of the final set. So you have three of those max effort L pull-ups. I saw, I forgot to see that at the bottom. Thank you. Which I, which is kind of cool. I mean, so this, I, what I like about it is the push pull. It's interesting mm. because this is, I think this is very old school black box ish, black box ish, mm -hmm. um, where Greg used to throw, he would have a very normal set. And then there'd be some weird thing that would kind of come from the side. And oh kind of yeah, yeah. Get yeah. tossed in there, and I that to me that's what this looks like. Um, it's like supersets back in the day. Yeah, totally. It's a, this is a push pull superset. So you do your five 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 of the shoulder press, and then you like push 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 max L sit pull ups. I like this too because if we just go back to what was actually programmed, and let's just say it's Nancy. Yeah. You go from run to squat to overhead stability into a lifting portion of shoulder to overhead and different phases of press, push, press, and push jerk, and then throwing in those L pull-ups for a max set at the end of each one of those last sets. So after your final set of five, set of three, and set of one. Yeah, it's awesome. In two days, like in two days, you've got all of it. Yep. You've got all of it in just two days. So I like it. Cool. I like it. Uh, coming into Wednesday, the intervals test from the CrossFit Games, 21, 15, 9, box jump overs at 24 and 20. Cal Rowe, nine burpee box jump overs at 48 and 36. You do that again, 21, 15, nine. Rest until the six minute mark, nine, 15, 21, nine, 15, 21 in the reverse order. I am just going to go out there and say this. Uh, where I did this, we didn't have a high, I, I tried this. We didn't have a high box to jump over. So I did burpee pull-ups in lieu of the burpee box jump overs, which hmm. check the box plenty. Yeah. This was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it I was so thinking. It's so great because you actually watch the, you know, you watch the athletes do it and they make it look so god dang easy. What the athletes made this look like is nothing, is nothing like how this played out physically for me. Worst part was the what, box jump overs? Uh, yes. Coming to yeah. the second. So 2159, I was like, doing great. And I came to the second round. The second round in the first set of 21 box jump overs was like, oh, no. <laughs> I 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to have like two minutes of rest. These guys did it in about three or four minutes. You know, I was like, all right, I'll be in four minutes. I was like, bro, I had like 40 seconds rest. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and on the way back, it was, it took all of me just to get underneath the, I would quote, six minute time cap for the second round back. You're on, you're on the row. You're on the last 15 cal row. Just wanting no part of those last 21 box jump overs. <laughs> well, okay, so when we watched the uh, the games do, and they were doing this, the row was like worthless. Right. Was the row needed for you? No, and I think anyone that made the row something at the games, that's where they hurt themselves. Totally, hundred percent. Because I hundred percent did that on the first set. I was like, I'm not, I'm not killing it. But like, I'm going to row because I'm a good rower. And it's like totally stupid because I would never do that normally. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to row easy and I'm still going to be a good rower relative to maybe 90% of the people I'm going against. Instead, I made myself go faster for what? Three or four seconds and just totally wasted myself. (laughs) So it was great. So if you guys have never done this one and you looked at that workout, you're like, oh, this is just a group class workout interval. Why are the games athletes doing this? Do it. Yeah. Do it and try to get underneath the first six minute mark, let alone start at the six minute mark. This thing was rough. Rough. I think it's, I think it's so cool. Would it, you have just removed the, the row, taken the row right out? What do you mean? Like, I know it's 21 15 9, but just go 21 9. 21 9. Just take the rowing out. No, the row is important. Yeah. As far as, for, as far as for what? It was a, it wasn't worthless because. If you were a bad rower, it made a difference. If you're a good rower, you still didn't get a break or reprieve between the two jumping elements. Like it had like a weird piece of just, it didn't let anybody take a break, even if you're good or bad. It it like, it had a, it had a weird purpose and and to take it out would completely change everything in my opinion. So yeah, it was weird. Like it, like it didn't necessarily a hundred percent matter, but yeah, it was good. It was cool. Yeah. I totally disrespected that. I text boss. Like I want to apologize for anything I never <laughs> said, but I said in my head, all right, after Wednesday, Hey, look, we have a rest day. Those rest Just days. a complete and total rest day. Nothing, why he, nothing. Why didn't he put a book on there for us to read? That's well, where, I'll give that. It's our, like, Hey, where's our, where's our book? Yeah. Where's our book? Where's our article? That's but, right. you know, not where's our, you know, run a half marathon if you get bored. <clears throat> All right. Friday, practice handstand skills for 15 minutes. Whichever handstand skill you need. Maybe it's kicking up to the wall. Maybe it's walking up to the wall and being inverted. Maybe it's hold, kicking up into a handstand and trying to hold it as long as you can in the openness of your gym. Maybe it's in a little box. Maybe it's in a smaller box. Maybe it's on parallettes. Maybe you do all of that in 15 minutes. And then once you've rested, you get set for the real workout. And it's complete as many reps as possible in 15 minutes in a rep scheme of 2, 4, 6, 8, 10 of squat cleans at 185 and 125 and wall-facing handstand push-ups, if you finish through the round of 10, you go back to the round of two. And you have squat cleans, 185 and 125, wall-facing handstand push-ups, and good for you, Boz. Wall-facing handstand push-up. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> riding it yourself. Just wanted to throw that out there. 
commend you. There's no such thing as a chest to wall handstand push up. Wall facing handstand push ups. This thing, the difficulty of the wall facing handstand push ups and squat cleans, I think, are very similar. If you're maybe you're you excel at one, usually you may not be great at the other, and vice versa. Whether it's clean of the handstand push ups, obviously you want to have the best of both worlds. I really like this combo. Yeah, I, I think it, it's uh, it's more trappy than people think. Oh, for sure. Anything and, and ascending. It's, it's, and it's not the movements per se. It's not even the rep scheme per se because after 10, it takes you right back down to two again. Right. What makes it hard is you're doing this shit for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like like you're you're in it, man, for 15 minutes. And that is mm-hmm. going to be a lot of cleans, a lot of squat cleans and a lot of those handstand pushups. And the people that come out really well, like, Oh man, I'm, this is always one of those ones where like you look up for the first like four minutes, like, dude, I am crushing it. Yeah. Oh shit. Why am I crushing it right now? <laughs> Damn it. I like you, know, you, get, get, you get, yeah, you, you get, get the all six. your rounds in like the first five minutes and then you get less than that in the next 10 minutes. Right. Right. I could <laughs> see people like, they're like two, four, six. I'm three to four minutes in. I'm going to get like two rounds. Then you like the round of eight takes you three to four minutes. Right. And now you're just hoping that you can actually get the last 10 squat cleans done before the time hits. And you right. haven't gotten to the last 10 wall facing handstand pushups yet. That's so good. I do like the combo here. Obviously wall facing handstand pushups is more of Boz's intent and speed with the programming as of late. If it was strict hands, if it was regular strict handstand pushups, I think this would heavily favor the clean. It's like, oh, it's a clean workout. But since yeah. it's a wall facing, I feel like that offsets things a bit more. Aside from those that just can like do them in their sleep, no problem. But the balance between the two, I, I thought was pretty good for the majority of people. Yeah, because it's it's still a relatively newish movement. Mm-hmm. It's not, not one that we do all the time. It would be, it's the same idea as when uh dave whenever he would put a friend type workout in the in the open he would always make the weight 100 pounds right in 70 pounds not 95 and 65 and it was just enough to make you go like what the fuck shit i know what my time and my numbers are why, <laughs> why is this so it's like messing it all up right now <laughs> and that's what this was you're right if you were to make it you know, whatever, strict handstand push-ups with a regular way, everyone knows how to play that. Mm-hmm. They know where they are, They but like now all of a sudden they can't fall into routine. They have to actually think about it and, and kind of react on the fly, which is great. Yeah, and I thought it was, and I like the squat cleans in there. Power clean yes. is just a totally different workout. Yep. Um, why? Because everybody would rather do a power clean, so it tells you it's a totally different workout. <laughs> <laughs> Ask anybody where real Elizabeth is. All right, and then we come to Saturday. 10 rounds, each for time, hill sprint or stairs. Find a big hill or set of stairs that will allow about 20 seconds of effort. Rest 90 seconds between each effort. One of those where it's, hey, the effort is on you. What you choose is you choose. It's like the old Airdyne sprints back in the day. 20 seconds on, although it was, I think it was more 240 off because it was right. disgusting. Right. 
But that's your interval training. That's the thing that you can either do incorrectly and it was a waste of your time. Then you're like, oh, that was the warm up for something I'm going to do later. You could blow yourself up in round one or two because you went too far. Mm. Yep. It's like you said earlier, it's something anyone can do anywhere, whether it's say, oh, look, it's raining. It's like, okay, do it on the rower. Or yeah. do it on your bike, do it on your aerodyne, do it on your ski erg. Find a hill. Okay, you don't have a hill, find some stairs. You don't have that, a straight A will do just fine. Yeah. And and I'll, I'll say it again is that this also reiterates the value of having a coach that can help get you prescribed appropriately. Yeah, totally. And that's what the affiliates are about is getting that. What, what I think is really great about this one is you don't think about the coming down the hill or the <laughs> stairs. Good point. So you're going to sprint up to the top. So you're basically moving for the entire time. 10 rounds of whatever that might look like. You got 90 seconds and then 20 seconds. So, he, I mean, he's telling you, all right, I want you to go two minutes each one. So you're looking at 20 minutes of sprint and you're going to have to work your way down the hill. It's not walking. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have that muscle that, you know, the muscles that you're having to use on the way back down the hill or down the steps or whatever and turn around and get going again. I, I this is, this one is trickier than just being on like flat ground. Yeah. And going 20 seconds sprint, 90 seconds rest. Way different. It's great because it's the thing that nobody wants to do because they either don't respect it or they don't want to put themselves in that position. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Which is totally. every time you that should be a, a red flag to your face of why exactly you should do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Because <laughs> I know how bad it's going to be. So bad. But I, I like that to cap it off for a Saturday because the dose of intensity you're going to get. And then Sunday we have a, another pure rest day because you should need it. Yeah. <laughs> After everything that we've done. I believe Boz had one more to go. Let's see. Yep. He had one more to go the following Monday. I'm glad this one came up because this is actually right around the time of the Northern California Classic. That's right. And Boz has... Weighted pull-up, five by five, and then a broad jump, five by three. Establish a max broad jump during your warm-up. Take slight distance off of it and complete the broad jump three times after each set of pull-ups. So this is a superset, which for those of you guys who don't know that, it's you have two different movements. You do one and then the other, like an A1, A2, combining them. So... You do a weighted five by five pull up, and that's unbroken for those of you keeping score at home. And then immediately into three broad jumps at what? A few inches off yeah. of what your max broad jump was in the warm up. So the distance stays the same on the broad jumps, but the weight goes up on the pull ups. I think it's super fun. I think this is one of those ones that if someone looks at. And even though I don't program this way in my affiliate, I completely understand that if someone was to program this in their affiliate, the way that this would be done is there's a lot of buildup to get to those, get, to get yourself ready to do the weighted pull-up, mm-hmm. to understanding what you're supposed to do, to warming up your hips and knees and ankles and the front of your shins for your, uh, for your broad jump to find out what a true one rep max is for that and then figure out what percentage you want to go after that and then build into this particular workout. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, again, it gives you a lot of opportunity to do a lot of different things. This is something that 
again, it's one of those very black boxy type of things where you're putting things together that you just don't normally think of putting together. And then mm-hmm. you try it and you go, oh, there was a stimulus to that. Yeah. I felt it, you know, and that's I think that that's really, really cool. So, you know, with this and this being the last the last day that he had, um, you know, and, and you always say this, how you like seeing different programming because it opens up doors to, oh, I could try this now. Well, then how did that work? Let me try that. What did I like? Yeah, about, what yeah, I like about yeah. it? Oh, I can I can for my own my own artistic flair i could do this and this i could put these together i could put these things together i could try this if that does so i think this really you know not only physically has a lot of opportunities but program wise pro programming wise um it opens up a lot of doors for uh programmers and, and athletes when they're at home which is cool that's a great point because yeah i do say that but i usually only said that around games time yeah what's programming the open can open up more doors to my like you said programming library of things what gets programmed in quarterfinals and semifinals and especially the CrossFit games that's why i like new programming being unveiled new programming gets released every single day on dot com yeah yeah every single day and honestly if you are if you're a programmer in the space or you're a student of the methodology you should be looking at dot com every single day read what it is why it's there if they put any other additional information and just expand your horizons. Like we, I mean, we would get hit up all the time. It's like, hey, I want to become a better programmer. Where do I go to look for more programmer ideas? And we're just like, go to .com. Just well, go to .com. Dude, if you are a CrossFit Games athlete, you better go and lope, keep your eyes open on .com just to see what's coming up. Mm. Because there's always little hints in there. And if... You know, Boz has something to do with it, and you know, Dave has something to do with it. It was there's always little things like, okay, when did that thing come out? And I mean, we've seen it so many times. Yep. Where those items will come out, and it doesn't mean that you need to do the dot com workout if you have your coach and all that. But like, if you're a coach or you're an athlete, you need to have your eye on that because where do you think the 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 programming comes from? Mm-hmm. It comes from the guys that are putting it out there, the ones that are giving the okay to that that's out there. Right. So keep your eyes open. Like, for example, something Dave programmed, the little little twist. If you don't think a five-minute AMRAP of a gymnastics triplet for reps, I know it was for time, but for reps, straight into five minutes to establish a max deadlift and then into reps again and add all the numbers together isn't a possibility for something like, say, the open. Like, you're kidding yourselves. That this is a big, this is a big experimental box, even for him. Well, how'd that work out? What kind of numbers do people get? Let's see what they put in the comments. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you said black box a lot of times, and it's not just black box for the athletes and the coaches. It's a black box for those that are doing the programming. Yeah. On dot com and in the future. Yeah. So. I like it, and what what I really like from Dave and Boz is that they took away. The the fear that I have, or, or we started the show with, is like people trying to get like too much flair. I mean, there was a time in off-season competitions where it felt like the programmers were trying to make a name for themselves, not with good programming, but with something that's going to catch someone's eye on paper. Or look at this crazy thing that we're making these athletes do. Check out our programming. And what I like from Dave and Boz on their two weeks is that it was so basic. Nothing wildly sexy, nothing mind-blowingly 
like jaw dropping, creative, some things in there that I was like, oh, that was cool. I like that concept. Like the five minute thing that I just talked about. Or it's like, oh, I forgot about death buys or e-moms or e2moms and adding like I forget about some of those things. It'd be nice to throw that back in. Yeah. But everything was so simple, effective, and forced people to really revisit the the benefit of relative intensity. Yeah. Um, something I think we should do, and, and I, I honestly, I kind of forgot a lot of Dave's, but we should probably, I think we should do is pick the, your favorite program, your favorite workout from that list Oh, of ones we did. Okay. So let's, let's, let's do Baza right now since they're all fresh on our head, which if uh, the ones that he had your favorite one. Oh, that's a good question. It's either going to be the burpee one with the runs. Or it's funny. It's like how much I hate it because of how much this exposes me uh, or the, the long monster five rounds, two mile bike, 10 ring muscle ups, 10 deadlifts. I, I would, I like that one a lot. Like I definitely want to do that one. The one that I think that I like best, um, because it's one of the style of workouts that I liked when I first started doing CrossFit it reminded me a, a lot of why I got into CrossFit, which is I like the uh, the stuff that felt like wrestling practice. Mm. I like the and wrestlers that were sprint stop, sprint stop, sprint stop. You know when, when we're when we're getting after it. Yeah. Um, and then when I first started doing CrossFit, I got there weren't CrossFit gyms, so there it was. You either did it at home or like I would do it stuff at the beach or whatever. I like that interval run for 20 seconds and because I, I the second i saw that i saw the Ooh. beach and there's a set of stairs Ooh, where i would yeah, sprint up yeah, to the yeah. top and i would make my way back down and wait to the 90 seconds as i'm sitting there on the beach like i like i think of that one i'd be like that's that would be a like, that's an insanely simple yeah no need for equipment but yet you're still because of the incline like there is a strength component to it mm -hmm. um I, I really like that one all right, so for both, I mean, we kind of, like, I really wanted to, I, I think it's because I really want to do the other one, but if I picked one, right. if I picked yeah. one to give to someone, how about that? Okay. I'm going to go with the burpee death buy with the okay. run, and you're yeah, going to yeah. go with the sprints. I'm going to go with the sprint. Which is Pretty similar. <laughs> very similar. Do you want to do, uh, pick one from Dave's? Um, yeah, to, Okay. So Dave's first one was the <clears throat> was uh, was it the muscle up one the two hundred and yeah, muscle up yeah and I'm trying to get to it with my what computer that? to load it that was a Monday ten rounds three muscle ups oh yeah no ten rounds tw yeah two hundred sorry yeah, two hundred yeah, meter yeah. run three yeah. muscle ups I want to say there was the um, AMRAP I wonder if I have it written down because dot com is not pulling it up right. Oh, I have them right now. The second one was twenty-one fifteen nine deadlifts, then nine seven five. Oh wah. yeah, yeah. Um, the next one was hang squat snatch, three threes, four twos, mm -hmm. three ones. Yeah. Uh, the next one was um, am wrapping twenty minutes of five push jerks left arm, five push jerks right arm, ten push ups, ten, uh, fifteen calorie row. Okay. Uh, back squat, front squat. Oh yeah, um, the ruck, the four mile run for time, or the three mile. Um, I, I just know, I would. Uh, I am like the the worst 
member that like would see that and be like, yeah, I'm not coming in today. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> it's so it's so dumb on me. Um, Chipper, 50 GHD, 40 dumbbell snatches, mm. 30 chest to bar, 20 handstand push-ups, 10 cleans. Um, five rounds for time, 20 box jump, 25 kettlebell swings. Yeah. Five rounds of 50-foot overhead walking lunge, 21 burpees. And then Cindy, uh, five rounds of Cindy, establish a heavy deadlift, five rounds of Cindy. That was the one you just talked about. Um, then the one mile run echo bike, 2000 meter oh, echo yeah. bike, 1000 meter row, one mile run. Okay. I think that was officially his last one without the repeat of the, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. Your pick. <sighs> my, my, Ooh. Okay. If I think about old school stuff, I would go Cindy deadlift Cindy. If I think about my favorite one that he programmed was the chipper. Ha, that's what I picked. I picked the chipper. So, all right. Uh, so you I, can keep I, the chipper yeah. and I'll keep the Cindy deadlift Cindy. Okay. And if you think about the four workers that we just pulled out, it's like, all right, five rounds of Cindy, one or max deadlift in five minutes, five rounds of Cindy, your chipper of, was it GHDs, dumbbell snatch, uh, GHD, dumbbell snatch, chest bar pull-ups, handstand push-ups, 10 cleans. 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Then you take in the running and burpee workout and the sprint intervals. I mean, like, yep. those four alone are going to get you unbelievably fit in that week. And they actually all fit together decently well. Should we write those down? Yeah. We should. <laughs> we should. The Reader's Digest, the, the all-star version of the all-star programmers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Dustin, you're right. The kettlebell box jump was deceptively awful. Yeah, and that was the one is like you had to go unbroken and just not stop jumping on a box. And like everybody could do it. Nobody wanted to. Yeah. It looked too simple to be worth your time. And it's completely wrong. <laughs> this is totally great. Um, all right. Well, that's our review of Boz.com for two weeks. Currently, Ben Smith is on .com. I think he has, this might be his last couple of days left on the programming. Uh, if it is, we'll probably close that out next week. We have Wadapalooza team qualifiers to go through. We'll do that next week sometime as well. But I uh, hope you guys like that, learn something from it, and are paying more attention to things that are happening in the space. Before we go, Tyson Bajant. Good yeah. luck, brother. CrossFit yeah, are out there in the NFL. Go Bears. Go Bears. I never thought I would say that. Go <laughs> Bears. Have a great weekend, y'all. Yeah.